0: Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner, and I'm Mary Gaines.
1: And we're here tonight with Emiko. You guys just want to slip into something?
2: Something more comfortable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, this is called By Next October.
3: <clears throat> the floor beneath my feet Was cold when I awoke And the room was filled With that sweet musty nest of the radiator Being on after so long Autumn's hue Soon it will be winter. Autumn's here. He- he- he. Soon it will be winter. But I know you left Chicago to go live in LA. I hear it in your voice, you miss the change. I told you I was thinking of running away. Autumn's here, babe, it's so much colder. Autumn's here, babe, it's so much colder. Monday, October, you will be mine. You'll have me as you were. oak tree for so low, trying to find the words to tell you how i feel inside hoping my face would be protected by the dark Cause autumn's here and the sun sets early now autumn's here and the sun sets early now my next October, you'll be mine. If you'll have me as yours, my next
1: welcome to wisconsin wisconsin thank you yeah so you're here when are you going up to the steel bridges
0: that's near green bay
1: tomorrow tomorrow yeah now you this is the third year in a row that you you guys have headlined
2: this yeah uh, oh my gosh i lose count every year
1: (laughs) i think it's the third i think so yes that's that's awesome Is uh um who all's going to be there? Some of the names this year, because it changes a little bit every
2: year, right? It changes a little bit. Um, this year is especially really exciting because every year since its inception, it's been Jackson Brown is the sort of the main attraction, and we've yeah. had it down at the yacht at the yacht house. Um, but this year, the great thing is—well, we're sorry that he's not going to be able to attend. But um, there are some surprise guests that I'm not allowed to say who they are. <laughs> okay. But needless to say, they're very, very large. Large names. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, we have people like Jane Wheedland from The Go-Go's, Eric McFadden, um, Ruby James, uh, Freddie Johnston, Freedy uh, Chris Aaron. Cool. Right. Thank you. <laughs> the list is very long of people that I, and of course Pat McDonald, who is the founder and director and yeah. has sort of spearheaded the whole effort. Yeah. So I, I love Pat's style. with the
1: thing that he's come into in the last yeah. few years, at the stomping on the board thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's so primal. It was great. Yep. And uh, oh, who was I gonna say uh, Pat McDonald. Um Crap! I had a train of thought. I did for just a split second. I believe I you. I know it wasn't the half-price bottles of wine either, because I haven't. We haven't done that yet. Okay. I know. Oh, I know what it was. I what? know what it was. What Freedy, Freddy Johnson. He's an acquaintance of ours. He's, okay. he's like another New York City guy. Hmm. Actually, he's a transplant from Kansas. Right. Right. But then, yeah. but he seems like he seems like a real New York kind of guy. Now and so when he started playing out here in the Midwest, he kind of fell in love with it.
2: Right, right, right. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he
1: didn't quite get the audience at first. It was kind of interesting to see him do some shows at the Barrymore. But, but, but you know what I mean? <laughs> okay,
0: talk talk to us a little where, bit about Where are you that. going with that? I no. don't know. But I mean, <laughs> notice how <laughs> I,
2: totally my facial expression stuff. changes, but there's no sound coming out of my mouth because I know <laughs> yeah. better. They can't see you on radio. I know how this works. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to ask you
1: about that. So how, how? Well, other than the Steel Bridges, have you played in Wisconsin before? Or in the Midwest. I've played here. Oh, you have! I just Brink played Lodge? here
0: right now, like oh. two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, you're fresh! No, so I think we we're putting <laughs> a little more history on it. But, you know.
1: <laughs> so how is it then?
0: It's wonderful. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would do it again. Put you on the spot here, uh, but this is Emiko for 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 the fans. You know who she is. For people that don't know her, go to Emiko. Well, you. What's a better website? What's your best place? Well,
2: no, Emikomusic.com is fine. That's that's our official home. It's being updated right now, um, so all the information is from when I was 12 or, <laughs> or something very close to it. Um, you can find me really on MySpace. MySpace.com slash Emiko is really where we keep uh, videos and blogs and interactive uh, things going on with our fans and our friends. And you're
0: just 13 now. It's true. I'm not allowed in here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're here with Warren Kimmel on guitar. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Warren. Thanks a lot. Are you from New York? You're not from New York City, though. Yeah. well, you are. More or less, yeah. Why
4: did I say
0: you're not?
1: I
4: don't know. (laughs) Do I not look like a New Yorker? I don't know.
0: Well, every time we've gone to New York, we haven't met any New Yorkers. Because oh, I think thing. they're all on tour somewhere <laughs> else in the U.S. <laughs> it's like, well, if, if
4: it helps, I was born in Minnesota.
0: That does help. Okay, now okay. we're talking.
5: All right, there you go. All right.
4: And spent about a hot minute in Springfield, Illinois, before we moved to New York. Aha!
1: We're on to you. Yeah. New York's a really fun place to play, though. We've played there several times with different groups and things. <laughs> Do you remember the... Uh, um, did you ever play at the uh, um, CB's Gallery 313? Oh, yes. Yeah.
2: Of course.
1: Before, Is it still there? No. CBGB's is obviously gone. Right.
2: No, it's all gone. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we used to drive for 20 hours to play for 40 minutes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, well,
2: Seabees was always a sporting event because the Booker. Would ha- book, they used to call it a menu venue because they'd book like five or six acts a night and yeah. they'd promise you 40 minutes and you'd get maybe 20 or 25 if you were lucky. And yeah. as you were getting off stage and the next band was getting on, they'd sort of high five you like at a soccer <laughs> game, and go, good game, nice job, nice job, man, nice job, yeah, good job. Yeah. And then as soon as they got out of earshot, man, they suck, I can't, but we're so much better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was it, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I was there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that I we enjoyed about it was you'd get on stage. You're right next to CB's, right. right? So, and usually, and CB's gallery was usually a little more low key. I mean, you could have drums there too, but it was nothing like what was going on next
0: door. And right. you could hear what was going on next yeah, door. so we'd right. be
1: playing our polite little songs. You, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, from the walls and this plaster falling. Okay. And they had a cat there too. Yes. Yeah. I loved yeah. the cat.
5: Yes. Yeah.
0: The cat would go, okay, you can pet me, okay, I'm done. Pet me now, <laughs> pet me now. Um,
1: Want to do another song? We got lots of other stuff
2: to talk about.
0: Sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm,
2: uh, you know what I realized? What? This is, I'm a, <clears throat> he says as he wants me to play, so I'm just going to not play and talk <laughs> for <in> a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big I Love Lucy fan, yeah. and when I got the DVDs from Netflix, um, they have these special, what do they call them, special features, like where they have a little trivia or a little... Added bonus thing, and one of the things that I saw was um, footage of Lucy before she was on *I Love Lucy*. She was doing the radio show Mm -hmm. that *I Love Lucy* was based on, Um, and it's—it just—I had this moment being up here, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like this is like old time." We're calling it podcasting, but this uh is basically old time radio. Like, if you really think about it, right? Because you've got the live audience. We're up here. Yeah. The listeners of, of tomorrow can't see us. But everybody that wants to participate is here and we're
0: just yeah. sort of And and we cold. get to be all this, all of us together get to be the sound effects person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yes. Do you have thunder on that thing? I, I have
2: Ice Rain yeah. General MIDI number ninety six. <laughs> <That's> okay. Just so <laughs> <just, just laughs> oh. you know. Yeah. I love yeah. ice rain. It's what does just, it sound a, like? Uh, let's see. What is ice ice rain is always number ninety six. Let's see here. And I'm in the gen mid, I think aren't I?
5: Here.
0: Wow, that sounds like Mozart from the spaceship <laughs> Enterprise or something. That's
2: yeah, that's that's ice rain. I like that. So
4: you're familiar with the Kurzweil PC88MX?
2: I uh, I am a Kurzweil endorser, and uh, and so yes, I own a couple of these at All
1: home. Right. <laughs> yeah. So special thanks to our friend Mike Michael Massey for uh, donating this piano tonight. Yes, right thank you very
2: much for for uh, for that. We did a we did a benefit concert yesterday and. Oh my God! Where were we? Meridian, Meridian, Idaho. I always say Boise, and they go, "No, it's Meridian." It's okay, sorry. And uh, Idaho. Idaho, yeah, not Meridian, New Jersey. <laughs> but um, okay, see, there's Meridian in a lot of places, so that's why I say Boise because everybody knows where Boise is. Yeah. But um, I walked into the into the green room backstage, and there was this tiny little like one and a half octave keyboard. It said oh. B3 Hammond on it. Uh-huh. And the general manager of the venue was like, yeah, here's your keyboard. And for a minute, I just, I, I was clinically dead for like 90 seconds. <laughs> I turned to Warren. I said, what? And he's nodding. He's like, yeah, 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 that's your keyboard. I said, what? <laughs> and he said, no, that's not your keyboard. <laughs> Don't you love a kidder? They got me. Admittedly, they got <laughs> me. So uh, anyway, this is a, <clears throat> this is a song called Have... Have Mercy, this is a song called Have Mercy. I think, and it goes something like this.
3: So I've been delivered. I truly believe now that I have been saved from the worst kind of evil, from temptation and.
1: Since you were two and a half, yes, playing and, and classical, classically trained, yes, y- yes, that is correct. <laughs> when did you switch over? When did you switch over to the dark
2: side? Um, you know, I was gonna I was gonna alter the story, but well, no, I'll, well, okay. There's a, There's a story behind why I have to change the story now, and the story goes like this. I'm gonna tell you guys the true story, which is this. When I was eight years old, I, and this will tell you how old I am, um, I was nine years old. Um, my father was driving me to school, and We Didn't Start the Fire it came on the radio by Billy Joel. Okay. And I was just pounding on the windows of the glass, let
3: me out, let me out.
2: And I just wanted to do that. And years later, I was listening to a... Um, an interview with him, and he said, yeah, when I was eight years old, I discovered the Beatles, and everything changed. And so, in all the interviews that I get, they say, well, when did you, when did you decide to go into pop music? I say, well, Billy says when he was eight, he discovered the Beatles, and when I was eight or nine, I discovered Billy, and so <laughs> sort of, the tradition continues. Problem being is this, I, I'm a huge, huge Billy Joel fan, like, of his music. I just love his writing, and I love Phil Ramone's production and everything else. I recently befriended in real life his drummer, who has no idea that I am a rabid Billy Joel fan, and one of the <laughs> things that he told me that he really likes about our friendship is the fact that I'm not Gaga over Billy Joel. <laughs> Shh. This isn't gonna like. There's no archive of this particular show, right? It's not being recorded or anything, so I can be freely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not there forever. No oh. good. <laughs> So he's going to kill me when I uh, send out my email blast saying, hey, guys, you should check out Mad Live. Ha, 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 like, what did you say to people? <laughs> so, so anyway. Who's the German? Vinny? No. Uh, Liberty Divino. Liberty. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I'm not supposed to say that. He'll probably be secretly proud. proud. See, now you're really you know, in know. trouble. Oh.
1: Anyway. <laughs> that's, so, uh, that's, and that's the truth story?
2: Yeah. That's the, the truth story is that when we didn't start, the fire came out. Just my whole, okay. my whole life just changed. What's, what's your alternate story that you... Sometime. If you're going to lie to us, what? what... Oh, my ears are so <laughs> red right now. Not no, funny. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> you don't have to go
2: there. Something about an alien abduction in the middle of the night. I think. Oh, sure. <laughs> Why to not? Do with, Let's go with that. Anything Charlie. to
1: do with a monkey and a unicorn?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's for later. That's
1: for later. Okay, we're <laughs> that there's something about a monkey and a unicorn. <laughs> I just, I can't wait to ask that.
0: I love it that that's actually coming up later. It, is. <laughs> it really <laughs> is.
2: That's, that's a true story, too. <laughs> but you, you
0: have a new album in the works. Yeah.
2: Actually, is it done? Well, the, the cool thing about the new album is this. We, uh, we have copies of it. It was released on the 4th of June. So you guys are one of the first few cities to actually get a copy of it. We're selling, check this out. It's 100% fan-funded... And the last full album we did was released in 2001. And we've had a bunch of very... First it was appreciative fans, then it was dedicated fans, then it was rabid fans, and now it's just angry, pissed-off fans <laughs> going,
5: what are we going to get new
3: music? <laughs> I
2: said, okay, okay, okay. So I said, well, if you want new music, you've got to pay. Because the economy's terrible, and I have no money to make a record, and nobody's going to give me any money. And the fans said, no, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll pay for it. We'll each, like a PBS pledge drive, we'll give you a certain amount of money. Yeah. You know, And in exchange, you put our name on the credits and throw a party and all this crazy stuff. So we said, okay, so we have seven songs out of 12 that are finished. And then this tour came up, and I said, well, we can't go on the road with the same old, same old. Let's do something called a digital drop card. And what that is, is it's basically a, just a regular, like a business card-looking thing, or a, you know, a gift, like a Starbucks gift card for $5. Those were the yeah. cards sitting at the table in the back. They're they're not business cards and stickers. They they actually cost money. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, you get seven songs that we've done so far, and you go to the website on the back and you type in your super secret code, and then the album downloads onto your um, onto your computer. And what's great is that it's it's really cool because a lot of the fans so far have 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 really taken a, an interest into the idea of what's this cool card, and we're doing yeah. four different pressings of it with different pictures and different bonus materials and things on it. This particular card uh, is really cool because one of the songs is completely in Japanese. So that's something, that, and it's a limited run, so that's something okay. that you guys get if you decide you want to purchase it is you get one of the songs in Japanese. So is, cool.
1: it, is, it, is it, in a sense, pre-sales, or is it I mean, um, are there actual sales, obviously? It's actual yeah.
2: sales. I mean, technically it qualifies uh, under SoundScan as an EP, Okay. Because it's seven songs. Um, None of the songs have been mastered. So you guys are getting, essentially what you're getting is um, everything in its final form before it goes to press. So you're getting, it's not even pre-sale, it's like advanced pre-sale at a discount price. But this is the in a collect- different language. Collectors'
1: collectors' edition, sort of. Oh yeah, I mean, no, 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 yeah.
2: most definitely. And yeah. our drummer has a joke. He goes, "You know, you can't auto- you can autograph CDs. You can't autograph a drop card. Maybe you can like initial it or something because they're really small."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're well, still trying to figure bucks that out. five for seven songs. Yeah, is yeah. really good. amazing. That's and
2: well, it's it's really. I mean, the way that we look at it is think about what it, we just played the pavilion at sun valley and they're selling tickets for like 80 bucks so think about it you got 80 dollars. yeah you got to drive so there's gas
5: yeah
2: you they got to validate your parking they probably charge for that and then you got to buy a hotel room yeah and then there's meals <laughs> and then you want to bring a date forget it you're gonna go broke forget about it yeah why you have no money left for merchandising at that point yeah you know, so we so, said let's do something economical. So that- buy the five dollar card. Come on. Yeah. Right. That's what well, it comes well, down to. How hard can it be? <laughs> Why Everybody are has us a hard time. If here's the thing, if you don't have five
0: dollars, I don't want to talk to you. That's what it comes down
2: to, and you probably don't want to talk to me either. There
5: you go. Yeah.
0: I just heard on the internet today about a, a country band who's trying to go green. Mm-hmm. Like they drove themselves to an award show in just a big car. They didn't have a limo. And we drive ourselves everywhere. What, I mean, Is
2: that make is us that green? green? I guess. <laughs> green is if they took a bicycle. Yeah. I would think so.
4: Or they had one of the band members hoist the others on a rickshaw.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's manpower. Are that's
4: you, the bassist's job.
0: You'd mm-hmm. have to start three weeks in advance to get there. <laughs> are but, you, you know. going to do the song that's in Japanese? Is, is that possible? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great.
1: Oh,
2: my
0: gosh. You brought it up. My initial...
1: You said the word, I don't know.
2: I hate you all with a passion that <laughs> burns so deep in my but, soul. It's but, a hatred that I could only have for you. <laughs> they love you for it, but but Do you speak
0: Japanese?
2: I, I do. I do fluently. Um,
0: Let's see if I remember. Uh,
2: it goes, I, I can sing it in English. I realize it's not the same. But you will see, if you, I tell you what, I'll <laughs> sing it in English, and then you buy it, you'll hear it in Japanese, and then you'll know what it means. Oh, see, very slight. That's a good. That's a good I'm, compromise. I'm really reaching here, aren't
0: I? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Pardon? <laughs> oh. Security. <laughs>
1: Fighting words here.
2: Security. <laughs>
1: Well, Amiga, you, you are the founder and director of the Asian American Music Industry Association. We want to talk more about your business some, your business links, because you're a real, real um, mover and shaker. You're doing a lot of interesting things on that. You're a smart uh, musician. A very smart musician. I try. Yes. I try. We'll talk about a couple of your
2: things that you're doing. But Maybe you should really song.
0: play that song. Whatever, you'd, some like, song. whatever you'd like. To whatever play. you want to play. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, Not on the I'll, um,
2: I will attempt... I will attempt to play it for you in English. I actually, it's a solo song that we never play in the set. Honest to God, it's a solo song we never play in the set. And so I always have somebody bring my lyric book up here because I can never remember. But I'll give it a shot. Let's see here. Or even an excerpt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Venice. So in Japanese, I'll
3: just sort of walk you through. It goes, uh,
2: which basically means, in in the dark, there's just one star that shines. It's basically saying, you are the one star that shines in the dark, which is not how it goes in English at all. But the sentiment is the same, for the most part. Uh, how does it go in English? Oh my God!
3: This place I left I used to call home the things are just as I remember It's like time stood still For me until I was ready to receive Something to believe My things untouched Covered in dust Somehow all of this Had all lost its meaning What it was Come on down Cause I'm a stranger here that I'm clear, yeah, I got on my hands and knees back to Bennett. myself back there but only fell to pieces two months me stacked on my desk waiting to be opened red and laid to rest my things untouched covered in dust somehow all of this just lost its meaning What it was Come on
5: down.
3: But I'm a stranger here That I'm clear Yeah I got on my hands and knees back to Van From your fingertips, yeah. But I never knew love could be in
2: So now you have to go home and you have to buy a copy of it, go home and try to do a word for word (laughs) translation. (laughs) Most of the rest of it is pretty similar. Well,
1: Japanese—it's such a beautiful lyrical language. I think if you say so. <laughs> well, I mean, more than... I, I can say this because I am German. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, that ain't a lyrical language, you know.
0: Schmetterling. Nein, Deutsch ist sehr gut. Well, you can't. You yeah, yeah but Schmetterling is like a oh, butterfly. That's, we've yeah. always thought that yeah. was a little I'm funny. Like
1: French, <laughs> I think there are no consonants in French. You know, it's all one big. We yep. <laughs> oui, oui. yeah. But when you talk to the Germans, you know, some of the, the, the rock and rollers and blues players over there, they'd rather sing in English because it sounds weird to them in German. Because maybe they got it from America. I don't. I don't know. Well, well I'm have, just saying they have all that Herbert Grönemeyer over there. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. So, so to talk about. Some of, the, some of the cool other things you're doing, mm-hmm. I love this story. This is on your website, but... Uh, oh, my God. What, what is website it, what, is this? Well, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bit about 6412 Limited, oh. which is your... <laughs> okay. Your publishing company. Yeah, yes. I like that, because you and your dad... No, you were told that you had to have a publishing company name to join ASCAP. Right. Which is, the, which is a uh, music publishing um, company. What does it stand for? Ameri- it's the American Society of
0: Composers, Authors, and Publishers. Thank you. God, I can never remember... But uh, and, and music venues have to pay a premium or a licensing fee, a licensing they have a license, fee, fee right? For a premium license. licensing fee. So you Correct. came up with your
1: own name okay. for this, right? For for that purpose, and you put it in. The,
2: and then what happened? Well, so uh, the ASCAP rep, I was like fourteen, fifteen, and the ASCAP rep said, "Well, if you want to join ASCAP, you really need to join as a writer and a publisher because y- you're going to be doing both. You're self-publishing." And I said, "Okay, you know, I'm just this little kid," and. Um, And so they said, well, so come up with a name and then, you know, send it to us and apply and everything. It's fine. And then um, all of a sudden my I'm sorry, I see somebody that looks awfully familiar all of a sudden and my heart just stopped. Is that who I think it is? Oh my god, I think (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to cry. And you...
1: and you see it here on Mad Toast. I'm
2: sorry that's somebody I went to junior high school with. Oh my god. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Andrea. It. You this just a <laughs> Wow, okay. Yep. I can be I can be totally calm now. It's all good. <laughs> um so my uh <laughs> Wow. So my uh my hot in here or what? <laughs> All of a so where'd you go to school together? I mean, we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she has some odd stories, too. <laughs> um, so so my, uh, my dad said, well, we're going to get you set up as a business and we, he took me to an accountant and the accountant said, well, that's great, but to legitimize your business, we need two things. We need yeah. a public notice, which is either in the paper or at that time in the phone book. Yeah. So we said, well, we don't want to pay for the ad space in the paper because we're cheap. So we threw the number in the phone book and then people started to call. Now, I was raised yes. in Washington, D.C., which is not a very big music town. You know, it's a big town for yeah. lots of other things, but not music. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and so people started to call, and we had to explain to them, no, she's a 14-year-old freaking kid. She's not going to publish <laughs> your stuff. What are you doing? But, no, you know, nobody knows yeah. that in the, in, the, in the Yellow Pages listing. So I said, okay. So people kept calling and calling and calling and calling, and gradually it just became this thing where... I started to represent other artists through through yeah. I guess through other people sticking their neck out for me. I said, Well, now mm-hmm. that I have this knowledge and this this uh, this power base that's growing, I can I can do the same for other people. And so, my little 6412 vanity company grew into this full fledged management consulting and artist development company where we. Employees like,
1: and everything. And you, you, yeah, yeah, and
2: we like to keep an open mind and say, yeah. you know, we're very open-minded. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but if you don't want to do it our way, don't work with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what it comes down to, because we have, a, we have a methodology for proven success, and I am the guinea pig for it. <laughs> no, and it's not an yeah. ego thing. It's just to say, I don't do for my artists what I don't do for myself. Yeah. You know? If I can't practice what I preach, then it's not working. Yeah, yeah. So... And people are people are starting to really, <laughs> kind of. I'll call my manager at the end of the day and say, "Man, we don't get enough credit, do we?" And he goes, "No, sir. <laughs> Absolutely not. Can I have a raise?" I said, "No, you cannot." Do you Do you want? I mean, this sounds like a really stupid question, but do you want this to grow? How big do you want that to grow? Well, the um, I go back to the Lucille Ball thing, which yeah. is basically this, you know, I started, I said, oh, I want to I wanna do what, what Billy did and what sort of all the, my, my big idols growing up did, which was, and I grew up in a time when arena rock was really big, mm-hmm. and so I thought, well, that's what I'll do, and gradually as the business model changed, what I realized was the people that are the most successful that last the longest in the industry are the people that not only change with the times, but change ahead of the times and blaze the trail ahead. Yeah. So my two biggest idols right now and that have been for a number of years are Lucille Ball and Madonna. Not, for, not necessarily musically or fashion-wise or what they stand for politically or personally, but it's the idea that they're business entrepreneurs, that they mm-hmm. were of their own craft and they had control over it and they had control over other people's equitable crafts because they ran the company that produced other people's crafts. Yeah. And so I thought, well, that's really what it comes... To. At the end of the day, my legacy is going to be something so much bigger than the music. The music is just one aspect of it, and it starts there,
0: so. That's really wonderful. Well, it's
2: actually not, if you think about it, it's very (laughs) self, no, think about it, it's very selfish, because if I'm not happy with the state of the industry as it is, I can sort of, can I say bitch? Am I allowed to say bitch? Yeah. Okay.
1: Andy's got a beeper.
2: Okay, well, I can either bitch and moan about it, or I can try to tilt the industry's population in my favor, and how do I do that? By indoctrinating other artists, with my train of thought, through man, yeah. But if they don't agree
0: with you enough, then they won't do it. I mean, you know, that's kind of like I'll beat it into them. I think <laughs> oh, I no, 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 no. I think it's okay. a wonderful thing. Of you're course doing. not. I
5: mean, I mean it seems like up?
0: your train of thought seems to be pro musician and pro arts. So oh, you know, unless is. there's something really nasty under the rug, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> you know,
2: no, 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 no. There's nothing. There's nothing nasty under the rug. I've been very lucky that I've had a a really good group of people around me and my, my guitarist, Warren, actually just graduated from Columbia University with a uh, master's degree in organizational psychology. Yay, Warren. Congratulations. And what's the nice. first thing he did after being six figures in debt? He went on tour just with a rock, rock band. Rock band. <laughs> Let's just do that. What is wrong with you? Seriously. No, but really, Warren, Warren came to me a couple years ago and he said, I'd really like to, to guinea pig you for this leadership coaching and business consulting that I'm, you know, I'm working on for Columbia and I really want to focus in on musicians. And I said, Okay, <laughs> what what does that mean? He goes, no, just just show up to the session and we'll you know we'll we'll go through everything. And if it wasn't for Warren and my drummer and my manager and my former management and my and my parents who have incredibly good business sense, I really wouldn't have the wherewithal to look at this as. I mean, I'm a salesman, is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the product that I'm selling because I created the pro- yeah, I'm the yeah. inventor and the salesman you in that have to, you know right. in that sense. And so that's something that I think Warren and I both agree there are not enough artists that, that have that mindset. And so we're yeah. both collectively as an organization trying to spread that and part of that is through 6412. Yeah. yeah. That, so. that's
1: a great a great vision and, and project. And uh, and you obviously have the energy and drive to pull it off.
2: I haven't slept in five days. Yeah, I just know. wanted to let everybody it, know that. And of course <laughs> that's the
1: downside to being driven, isn't it? I mean that you tend to not you have these uh, you have these ideas when you have them, and then sometimes right. that's at three in the morning. Oh yes, yeah. they don't stop. They don't stop, stop ever, right? ever. And it's, it's and you can't go and actually, in in a, talking about creativity a little bit, get on the soapbox for a minute. For those of you out there, don't <laughs> stop it because and do it when you have the inspiration because you can't. Some some of that stuff you can't put on the back burner and say, um, I'll do that this afternoon. Right. You know because it's gone.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You got to do
1: it now. So. absolutely. Yeah. So do it now.
2: <laughs> right now, as we right speak. Now. Yeah.
0: But stay here. Would you like Actually to play another later. song for us? We'd love to hear another song. Must I
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really qualified to do this. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> huh? They can't see you, Warren. Speak up. Well, I'm just trying to figure out which song we're playing, so I
4: figure out if I'm gonna capo or not. <laughs> ah. No
3: capo. Everything. Is different now. Maybe I can't say for sure, but I can tell it's cause for 40 days. Rained enough to destroy us all. And for 40 days.
1: Before the show, that we were going to talk all in a really bad British accent. Well, yours is really nice, mine's horrible.
2: Oh, mine's not that good. No, no, Uh -uh. not really. I mean,
1: how's yours, Warren? It's terrible. Terrible.
3: (laughs) I kind of like the Cockney accent, (laughs) I can't really do it. (laughs) Have you thought
1: of
2: singing in an accent before? I
1: have, right?
2: Yeah, but New York's not an accent. I'm not going to do that Japanese okay, song no, no. in a... Oh, you want to hear something funny, speaking of accents? Sure. Oh. When we were, we were <laughs> yes. when we were recording Tinkerbell... Yeah, When we were recording Tinkerbell, I got a call from the studio owner where we were recording. He called me at like 11.30 at night one night. He goes, hey, listen, uh, I have a client who's in here doing a jingle tomorrow morning, like tomorrow morning, like 7.30 before your session. I need to find an opera singer who can sing habanera from Carmen with a Japanese accent. My hand went up. I said, "Ooh,
3: pick me, pick me, James, pick me, pick me. I can do it, I can do it.
2: And he goes, are you serious? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, hold on. He puts the phone down, picks up his cell phone, and he goes, hey, Robert, I found the only person in the world who can do it. He gets back on the phone and goes, are you available? I said, does it pay? He said, "Uh uh-huh. I said, yeah, I'll see you at 7. <laughs> and that was that. So the next morning I went in and I did it. And I, it was the most racist ad I've ever done in no. my <laughs> life.
5: Oops.
0: Oh, my God. It was
2: for a uh, Mac Cosmetics. Had a spring line coming out that they, they said, the colors are so good, it's edible, it's like food. And so, but they were comparing some of the colors to sushi. So some dude had written this jingle over... The, the aria that started, I like it nice, I like it spice, I like it fruity, and I like it yam. And I had to go in and sing that with a Japanese accent. And our, and our, our jingle producer was French, uh-huh. so he didn't know the difference between Japanese and Chinese, and he kept trying to direct me one way, and I kept trying to tell him, no, 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 that's not how we sound. Uh-huh. And he didn't seem to get it. Had
0: did, big... you get, did you ask for a double the amount then?
2: I, well, I didn't have to work for like 18 months after it, so I didn't really care. <laughs> Did, didn't have to work? or Yeah. Oh, good. So I, the residual was huge on that. Oh, and, and, uh, and it was, I mean, it was a good sort of entree into that world, but
1: man. What you have to do sometimes, though? Yeah.
2: You realize
4: the irony, of course, is that I worked for Mac at one point.
3: Did you really? <laughs> yeah.
4: No. That Are was you serious? one of the brands I worked with back when I was in the corporate world. You're racist,
3: sir.
2: <laughs> racist, I tell you.
1: Well, there, there was actually something, a uh, really good show on public television a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week, about early Japanese filmmakers in, in the U.S. I mean, like, the first...
0: They were Chinese, honey. No, no, no. I'm no, sure. you're both
2: wrong. They were Korean. They were... <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty... Well... So what's the story? <laughs> quick, quick aside, is it time for the monkey and the unicorn? I can't stand it anymore. I
2: think it's time. Okay, so a monkey and a unicorn walk into a bar. No, <laughs> that's not how the story goes. That's not how the story goes. Yes, if you want me to tell the monkey, and it's not. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's, I being a DIY girl, I have a. I have a reputation for being a real hard ass. Can I say ass? I just did. You just okay. Did. So, I have a reputation for being a real hard ass and a slave driver with the band and sort of in the organization. But um, when it comes to my requirements for a tour, they're yeah. really low key. So we just opened for Kebmo Mo at the Sun Valley Pavilion, which is this huge, I mean, thousands and thousands of people, it's this ginormous amphitheater um, in Sun Valley, Idaho, and they're one of our bigger venue clients. And um, the production manager called me a couple weeks prior to the show and said, hey listen, I just wanna go over the technical writer with you and make sure that everything is all set. Um, you know, we have your piano, we have your keyboard, we have all this stuff, we have to swap out the bass rig, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. He goes, great. And he goes, and then there's the, um, there's the question of your, your uh, dressing room requirements. Will you require four? And I said, no, one's fine. And he said, I'm sorry? I said, yeah, one dressing room. What do we need four dressing rooms for? He goes, well, you have four people. And I said, so what? And he said, okay. And he goes, all I see on your requirements is 12 bottles of spring water, of bottled water. I said, yeah. And he goes, did the rest of the facts not come through? And I said, no, that's what we require, 12 bottles of spring water. And he said, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And I said, well, what what don't you understand? And he said, well, where's the rest of it? I said, "Well, well, now, I don't understand. I just want 12 freaking bottles of spring water. How hard is that to get? And he said, no, he goes, you don't get it. I do you require a bathrobe or catering or a makeup artist or massage or anything prior to your performance? And I said, no, not really. And he said, well, does the band? And I said, no, we're there to play. We're okay. And he said, well, I would feel a lot better if you would give me something to go and get because I feel very empty now. I've never had to (laughs) deal with somebody who's... Writer requirement is one line. I mean, we've had artists with like half a page, but yours is one line. And I said, so? And he said, so can you, can you think of anything, you know, a sandwich, a Diet Coke, anything you might need? I said, all right, Josh, I'll, I'll level with you. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> 12 bottles of water and a monkey. And he said, I know three animal trainers. What kind of monkey would you like? Would you like a chimp, a capuchin? What would you like, a, you know, an orangutan? We can, he was dead serious. I got a call from um, the chief of the technical crew a couple days later. He's like, so you never specified the kind of monkey you wanted. (laughs) I called my manager and said, oh my God, I think there's going to be a monkey waiting for me in Sun Valley. I don't know what to do. So we got there. There was no monkey at the end of the day, but we were driving up and and I called our front of house and I said, hey, I changed my mind. I don't want a monkey. I want a unicorn because I saw this Beautiful white stallion in a um, in a field on the on the drive up, and so now the joke is, well, where's the unicorn? Oh, he's with the monkey. Well, where's the monkey? He's with the unicorn, and then somewhere in there was a band of giraffes and a stripper, I think. So <laughs>
4: wait, there was the part that you had omitted that we could have had massage in the dressing room.
2: No. I didn't say anything about massage. This isn't Let's being go back recorded, and rewind right? this podcast. <laughs> this is not I being distinctly heard massage. <laughs> Good no, 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 I heard
1: massage. No, too. there's no massage. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no so, massage. So, so you've changed your rider
1: since then. Is it a little longer?
2: Well, the rider now includes the. <laughs> <laughs> we have changed it actually. There, we require specific um, pre-approval of a drum riser, yeah. and then war. <laughs> Warren means what you okay? You say because it, it sounds dirty when I say it. All right, so I'm
4: playing the first two songs at Sun Valley, and something feels really weird, and I realize my pick is really slippery because all the soap that they have is lotion soap. I was like, oh, so I now in the, the writer, we have to have like. Non- Dial or ivory, like right. you Non lotion. Non lotion soap. So now I'm like the diva in the band.
0: Right. <laughs> so that's. I think so you guess. should have picked a monkey.
2: <laughs> 12 bottles of water, non lotion soap, apparently a massage for you with the non lotion soap. Thank you. A and monkey, lotion. a unicorn, a band of giraffes, and a stripper. The that's monkey can the... do
1: the massage. It's okay.
2: Now that's a writer. That's I think so, writer. right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
5: Yeah.
1: yeah. <gasps> I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, so th- you guys have a couple more tunes, and you want to hear a couple more tunes?
2: Is that possible? No. Oh, okay. I'll do this one because it's got a story attached to it. Cool. Does anybody have any water? That's not how the story starts. That's just literally my asking if anybody has any water because I drank it all.
5: water.
0: okay? It's got bubbles in it to help, you know, with the whole not burping thing. <laughs> and a little lime.
2: Was that good? Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank
2: you. Um, okay, good. So I have to tell this story. Is that okay if I tell the story? Because it's a f- its not really a funny story. It's kind of tragic. Actually, my my girlfriend from junior high school can attest to this. Probably <laughs> I can't.
3: Be- I can't believe you're here. Oh my god! <laughs> um,
2: I'm uh, I'm half Japanese and half Jewish. I'm the only half Japanese and half Jewish person in the entire world. When I die, there will be zero of us. <laughs> not true. I did one. No. <laughs> Well, the only other half-Japanese and Jewish guy I know is gay, so are you guys still dating? No. Okay. Well, that might be why. No? I don't know? Okay. Um, but I'm the only one that counts.
4: If we put <laughs> both of you together in a room, do you cancel each other out?
2: Yes. <laughs> we are negative images of one another. But anyway, I was, I was sitting in the, in the studio one day and my producer came up to me and he said, Hey, listen, I want you to write some more stuff for the album. And I said, okay. So, I, you know, I'm sitting around write, writing and, uh, and he goes, no, 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 I don't want you to write your usual stuff. I'm going to put you on assignment. I said, okay, what, what do you, you know, what do you have? he's a real challenging guy. And I said, what do you got? And he said, well, I want you to write a song about you. And I said, no. And he said, well, I was li- listening through the, the demo list of songs that you have and everything that you write is about love or heartache or it's about sex or it's about somebody else's peril. It's always very dark and depressing and woe is me and... He said, yeah, that's right, that's what I get paid to do And he said, well, we're going to change that up a bit We're going to write a song about you today I said, nobody wants to hear about me, I'm a miserable human being You know, like most comedians who are funny are really suicidal in real life I said, I'm half Japanese and half Jewish Nobody, is gonna, nobody in the
3: world could possibly relate
2: to me There's no way Dropped out of school at 13, didn't stop wetting the bed till I was 9 Oh yeah, I said it, that's right <laughs> half Japanese and half Jewish, ran away with a rock band. Can't relate. How many of you have had that experience? Show of hands, anybody, anybody?
0: (laughs) Well, okay, didn't want to, sort of wanted to, definitely wanted to, in the list of the three things. Well, and and the whole while
2: growing up never being pretty enough or never being American enough or never being Japanese enough and bouncing around between countries. It was really... It's amazing, I can dress myself. So I went home and I said, well, I gotta think, of, like, you know, I really gotta think about this, because this is, I mean, that's some real deep-seated stuff, you know, what, my personal unhappiness. And <clears throat> I thought, well, what's the best way to mask all of that is to write like a happy song. So I kind of started, I was sitting around, I am not long, because I always wanted to be blonde hair, blue eyed. I actually, I always wanted to be Andrea. <laughs> No, I know, but y- you were like the all-American girl that everybody loved to be around. This is the Make Andrea Feel Uncomfortable Hour. Aren't you glad you're here? Hi! <laughs> so, no, I grew, up with, I, grew, I grew up in D.C. and I grew up in a, in, in, north, in the Northwest Quadrant, which is a very affluent, educated part of D.C. And, uh, and, and whilst it was a very diverse community, the junior high school I went to was, eh, you know. So I'm sitting around and I... I always wanted to be blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and I wanted to be named, like, Tiffany or, you know, Amber or something like that.
3: Well, I am not blonde. And I am not
5: Christian,
3: no.
2: Because I'm not. I'm half Japanese and half Jewish. I don't know what that makes me. But for whatever reason, you know, people say blondes have more fun, and I found out that brunettes are just better in bed. Does that turn you
3: off? I am so, so
5: different.
3: Because I
2: didn't know where else to find anybody else like me.
5: I come
3: from a place of warrior ninjas.
2: Because I'm Japanese.
3: Up on my face I'm a samurai princess well, Growing up I wanted to be an American girl But I never had The right stuff to fit in the shoes An apple pie And the 4th of July Missing in the blue Hey, yeah This is the story of me Yeah, yeah Of oh, how I can to be Hey, yeah This is the story of me My was stricken with yellow fever. My mother was struck by a Jewish white cleaver. Sooner. All of the blondes that I knew before had started out a brunette like me singing. Hey yeah, hey, yeah. this is the story of me. Yeah yeah. Hey, yeah, oh how I came to be. Hey yeah, hey, yeah. this is the story of. Easy, Japanese. Easy peasy, lemon squeezing. Easy peasy, Japanese. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's
2: not racist when I say it, but none of y'all better try that, okay?
3: So I may not be blonde But I'm playing it ooh so cool Like Sailor own. I am nobody's fool Hey yeah This is the story of me To be, hey yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the story yeah, of me, yeah, yeah. hey yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the story yeah, of me, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of how yeah, I can to yeah, be. Yeah. This is the story of me.
2: Thank you. So, I just have to disclaimer it by saying this. We, uh, we were playing in a Borders bookstore. We, we have a deal with Borders and Books and Music. when um, we have to sort of go where we're told by the corporate office to make our appearances. And um, one day I was playing the song. And, uh,
3: I am not blonde.
2: And there's this little girl in the audience, tiny, I mean, she was like four or five years old, just tightly wrapped, like Shirley Temple curls, blonde, like just, you know, um, corn silk hair. Beautiful little girl, bopping around in the audience, and she hears, I am not blonde. And she bursts into tears. She runs to her mother, grabs her, like,
3: oh my God, am I not pretty? I know not
2: We had to, like, stop the song. She we was freaking out.
3: I said, oh, my God.
2: And it was at that, I, so I had to make the, 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 the reference the next time around. Blonde, they say blondes have more fun, but brunettes are better in bed. Because what's so interesting about that experience is I just did to a four-year-old child what I had grown up having done to me, which was made somebody feel bad about the way that they looked, even though they couldn't help it. And it was this really incredibly eye-opening experience. I went, like, oh, no! <laughs> I can't believe I did that. And I never thought of it that way. And I was on the other side of the table. So I, I now like to say that line about the blondes have more fun. and You know, everybody gets a laugh. Or I say, we all come from somewhere. Right. You know, whether you're half Japanese and half Jewish or Polish, Italian, French, and Lebanese or whatever. We all come from somewhere at the end of the day. But it sounds, I mean, so. it's just,
1: it's a statement. I mean, I wouldn't even, some people are real sensitive Yeah. Obviously, that little four-year-old was very
3: well. Yeah, of course. She she took it that way. Sure.
1: But I mean, I would just hearing that. I mean, it's just it's about you.
2: Well, it's called the story of me for a reason. Exactly.
1: (laughs) And you are not blonde. This is a statement. Right. You're not. Right. Years
0: ago, we were playing in Duluth, Minnesota, and. We had a song called "That Man Is Possessed." Uh-oh! <laughs> and there was this African American couple out there who oh, heard no. "Black Man." Oh no! Possessed. Yeah. Oh no! And so oh, wow. we were going. <laughs> we had that. No, we weren't right. singing that. But it was really a shock that anybody took it that way. Right. right. So
1: right. then we enunciated very well. Right. And then it, that man is possessed. Man. That yes. man. And then the song right. just sounded stupid. <laughs> you know. It was really good. Hey, do you have one more, one more song for us? Should we go out with one more? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming. It's been a real treat to having you. Emiko oh. and Warren Kimmel on guitar here.
2: Well, Wait, no, that makes it sound like Emiko and Warren Kimmel, like we're married. We're not married. No, you're not. <laughs> it's Emiko, period, and Warren Kimmel. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Separate. There we go. They're, and they're not married.
0: No. So why aren't you married? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. He, ladies, it.
2: he's single, and he cooks, and I can tell you, I, he made me an asparagus almost today. And I looked at him and said, why are you not married? This is, <laughs> you're recording this, right, this podcast? It is, yeah. Somebody <laughs> please come to my website and write to Warren, because he is the catch of... Warren, here's your commercial, man. Oh, great. <laughs> he's he's good-looking, he plays guitar, He's a master's degree, so you know he's educated. Yep. He cooks, he cleans... He gets up in the morning, he can he can keep a commitment. God knows he's been in our van for how long. <laughs> 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 he has a passport and uh, he loves cats. What else? Lo- and, oh and he goes the extra hey, mile. He's a dual citizen of the United States and of Ireland and, and he goes the extra mile for women. I've seen him
0: do it. And What do you mean f- but but no uggos. Okay? <laughs> what do you mean for women like <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Warren Kimmel. That's
2: brilliant. Oh, <laughs> He's oh Warren! I love <gasps> him. He's blushing. Blushing on radio means That's nothing. Great. That's great. No, but, uh, yeah, so anyway. I just thought I would tell you, Warren, I love you, but ladies, we need somebody to love him differently than how I love Warren. <laughs> Better, more, regularly, frequently, romantically. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Cool? He's so going to quit after this. I know this is your last show. Warren, it's been a good run, man. Goodbye,
5: um,
2: So this is a song I wrote called The Last Time. This will be the last song. This is a song I wrote called the Last Time, um, which we recorded for um, some major label. I won't say which one, but it rhymes with Tony. Anyway, <laughs> the song got shelved. Um, and... Uh, admittedly, I wrote it after watching an episode of Friends.
0: Dead silence. Dead silence. I've never seen that. That was good.
2: They're like, we all have to leave. We just lost respect for her. (laughs) No, there's this one episode where I guess Phoebe and um, Paul Rudd's character break up because Paul Rudd's character doesn't want to get married. But then they break up and then they realize, oh my God, they can't live without each other. And so Paul Rudd sneaks over to Phoebe's house. And they're sitting on the couch, and he says the most, of course it would be a TV character that said the most romantic thing in the history of the world. He said, if I had known that the last time I saw your face was going to be the last time, I would have looked at you a little longer and taken a minute to memorize it. If I had known the last time I'd kissed you was going to be the last time, I never would have pulled away to breathe. And I just thought, oh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> or really what I was thinking was, oh, the writer of Friends. But anyway, so out of that came <clears throat> this type of a thing. And we do this funny little fist pump, which we'd like you to join in for, because it just looks dumb if it's just us doing it. <laughs> it's true. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, it goes something like this.
1: And if you're listening to this later on, you've got to do the fist pump too.
2: You'll know when it happens, because yeah. it yeah. goes like this. Right, no, with it, not after it though. (laughs) So
0: uh, so it goes something like this. If we had cats, we could be exercising during this. (laughs) Did I just hear the word diaper? What? No, (laughs) cats. Cats, exercise.
2: Oh, exercise. (laughs) I thought I heard extra diapers. If we were cats, we'd need extra diapers. Extra diapers. <laughs> That's really relevant right now. Thank you for that. Mary's the queen of the non sequitur. Somebody was, uh... just say diarrhea out of nowhere, right? Welcome to the comedy oh, hour. Poop.
3: <laughs> Pooh. <laughs> okay, quickly before things get yeah, juvenile. You know keep rewinding all the things that remind me of you over and over and over again I keep rewinding all the things that remind me of you over and over and over in my I had known that the last time I saw you would be The last time I would have taken an extra minute To memorize your face If I had known that the last time you kissed me I would have never let my breathe Keep rewinding all the things that remind me of
5: you Over
3: and over and over again Keep rewinding all the things that remind me of you Me would be the last time I would have held on for dear life, no matter what. I known that the last time that we spoke would be. Yeah, shut up. Father, with dark of brighter days, and so I leave you. You say goodbye to me.
5: Keep
3: rewinding all the things that remind me of you over
5: and over and over again.
3: Keep rewinding all the things that. Oh Keep rewinding all the things that you're blinding of you over and over and over in my hair.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Amico. Thank you so much for having us. EmikoMusic.com
1: and also MySpace.com slash Emiko. Yeah. Yeah. E-M-I-K-O. Thank you all for coming tonight to Mad Toast Live. You can reach us also. These podcasts are available on MadToastLive.com and also in the podcast directory of iTunes. Thank you for coming.